It's a spring Saturday morning, and it's 2006. You're 11 years old, so all you really have going for you is fairly unbridled access to the singular computer in the corner of your family room. Your Neopets account is everything to you. You might not be rolling in Neopoints, and you've never been able to afford to paint your pets anything other than the basic colors they came with, but you love them, and you provide for them the best you can. One day you'll save enough for that royal paintbrush for your beloved firstborn Aisha. But this morning, you log on and you're immediately ambushed by news that makes you feel sicker and sicker the more you read. Neocharge? What's Neocharge? The Neopets team is instating attacks for each page you load on the site to mitigate strain on their servers? Not a real human money, but your hard-earned Neopoints. Anywhere from a manageable three Neopoints to a still manageable but easily compounding 75. And again, you're 11. The contents of the Neopian National Bank account of the average 11-year-old is comparable to your real-life bank account at age 21. You have no marketable skills, you're not good enough at the games to earn a decent living, and you have no sense of strategy for profiting from your shop or maximizing freebies. According to the NeoCharge program, you'll be charged 6 Neo points for each shopping page, 8 Neo points for the boards, 12 for games? This is an outrage! All NeoPets is is just an interconnected web of page after page after page. It still is to this day, to be honest. Most anything you do on the site requires tons of navigating and refreshing. This is all gonna rack up so quickly, how will you ever be able to pay it off? And just to rub salt in the wound, there's a new little box everywhere you go reminding you how much each page is costing you and the current balance you've incurred so far. At least they say you have 24 hours to acclimate to the news before you have to pay your initial charges. But what if you're unable to pay on time? Don't worry, there's a plan for that. Support Support staff will flag your account and assess your inventory and then potentially take items instead of liquid assets? They could put your Neopets up for adoption? You feel betrayed. Neopets was supposed to be a safe place, a fair economy. It was supposed to be fun. You don't even have a cell phone yet. It's 2006 and you're 11. You can't even text your friends in outrage. And you're afraid to neo mail them or commiserate on the boards with other users. You could rack up way too much debt. What do you do? You're gonna go bankrupt. All your hard-earned Neopoints, all 10,000 of them, I'm sure, this renders the site inoperable, unless you're already in possession of a wild amount of wealth, or can easily acquire it soon. You could lose everything. And then, some way or another, you realize the date. It's April 1st, and now you remember that Neopets has pulled a wickedly creative prank every year since 2001. This is the essentially true story of the way that day went down for me to the best of my memory. The detail that throws me is that I checked the 2006 calendar and found that this day was in fact a Saturday. When I really feel like I went to school with this fury coursing through my veins after my morning Neopets visit and spent the day seething and grieving until I got to go home, at least able to talk to my friends about it there. But if it was a Saturday, I have no idea how how I coped. For all the strange and sordid history of Neopets, the April Fool's joke is something of a beloved tradition, now over 20 years old and still kicking in 2023. The pranks clearly had an incredibly clever and passionate creative team behind them, and it was probably a joyous, exhilarating task. 
Up until Neo Charge in 2006, the pranks had been more wholesome and whimsical, and they've been mostly harmless through the years since, perhaps a bit easier to spot as a joke by the tone or absurdity of the content. On April 1st the year before, in 2005, the Neopets team, or TNT as they were affectionately called before all the dastardly acquisitions, posted a catalog of over 50 new pets that were soon to be released, doubling the pet species options in an instant. In this bizarre menagerie that didn't quite all match the pre-established vibe, there were some designs that seemed reasonable and within the realm of possibility, and then some that were just strange, like the human, spelled H-U-G-H-M-A-N, which looked to just be a confused baby in a diaper, and the flanzu, which was like a nefarious flat blob outlined with claws, sort of resembling a malevolent rug. I remember this one happening, but I don't recall my feelings about it the way I do for Neo Charge. If anything, I sort of remember people quickly getting attached to some of the new designs, ready to add them to their family of pets, and being a bit crushed when they weren't real. Though, in the wake of this prank, the Neopets team did hold a contest for users to vote on which design they'd most like to see become an actual pet, which led to the introduction of the llama-esque Norbu and a handful of runners-up introduced as pet pets. For the uninitiated, that's exactly what it sounds. It's a pet for your pet. In 2007, the team announced the Battle Dome and all related features and items had to shut down for undisclosed reasons. I don't remember this, nor do I believe it would have impacted me, because the Battle Dome was a feature I rarely ever touched. It would be like someone telling me the NFL had to shut down. Like, that's truly baffling and world-altering news, but would it impact my life? No, not really. I was absolutely using Neopets in 2011, don't even worry about how old I was at the time, but I don't remember that year's joke either. It sort of made my jaw drop to read about now. On April 1st, 2011, most users found their pets covered in like a fungal growth, along with the announcement that Neopia had been hit by a worldwide pandemic, which unfolded in a series of news bulletins throughout the day. The onset was quick and vicious, apparently spreading from pet to pet at unprecedented rates. It's not as if this actually made sense in the logic of the world. There weren't really mechanisms for pets to actually come into contact with each other in a traceable way, so to speak. There had always been illnesses and diseases, but they were caught as random events, not transmitted from pet to pet. Any each one had a corresponding remedy that could be purchased to cure the condition. So even though the set dressing didn't really check out, the copy they put out in the updates was genuinely jarring and darkly prophetic to read in this post-2020 world. The bulletin from 1am Neopian Standard Time reads, Neopets all over Neopia have complained of not feeling well. Crowds are rushing to the pharmacy for a cure, but the illness has not yet been identified. 3.42am NST. Symptoms of the unidentified illness include growths on the face and body, a persistent cough, and severe headache. Neopians are encouraged to remain indoors and avoid those showing symptoms of the illness. It is recommended that Neopians cover the gaps in the doors and windows of their neo homes to keep out germs. 8.37 a.m. NST. Neopian Hospital is overrun with sick Neopets. If you have any of these symptoms, please avoid contact with healthy Neopians, drink plenty of fluids, and rest in a darkened room. I shouldn't be reading all these for time, but each one is genuinely crazier than the last. 10.20 a.m. NST. Neopian health crisis worsens as doctors, chemists, and potion makers scramble to find a cure. Panic sets in among a worried populace. Shelves at the pharmacy are emptied by Neopets desperate for a cure for this horrible illness. Meanwhile, cases have been reported in every Neopian land, making it a pandemic. <laughs> this is 2011. 12.51 p.m. NST. The mystery disease has been identified as the Scourgies. <laughs> Doctors are continuing to look for a cure before all hope is lost. It appears there
there was no functional disadvantages for being infected. It didn't prevent you from using any sight features or anything. All it did was add visual symptoms to your pet. And later in the day, unsettling hazard signs began to pop up on pages for different sections of the site. This also had no functional ramifications. Everybody knows that Neopets can't actually die, but I just have to be glad I wasn't 11 when this one took place. Neopets as a site has become sort of a husk of what it once was, especially following the death of Flash Player in 2020. That absolutely decimated the number of games that can still operate, and the team has been incredibly slow on migrating old beloved features to new platforms. For years now, the team's main priority has seemed to be pushing the entire site to a more mobile-friendly format, which I understand. That's where the attention of their desired audience lives now. The April Fool's jokes of the last few years retain some level of charm while reeking of a desperate grasping at Zeitgeist. 2021 saw the announcement of Neovision, Neopia's very own subscription-based streaming service, which would be complete with quote-unquote all your favorite shows, including Dr. Rue, The Kreludorian, Spooky Natural, and Neo Friends. In 2022, they announced Dung Dash, an in-universe app for getting your favorite foods delivered from your favorite fictional stores and listed at insane premium prices, complete with fabricated reviews from characters in the world. As far as I can tell, there wasn't anything you could do with this feature on the day. Not that every prank has been that interactive, but this one just felt like something you observed and then went on your way. Like Neovision, it would have been something you opted into, not something that would force you to reckon with the prospect of your Neopian life changed forever should it actually be real. I nearly dismissed this year's prank out of hand. I couldn't find much record of it earlier, and I didn't bother to log in on the first myself, so I thought it was another concept that users could only observe, which it was. It was called the Skeptic Tank, a new feature dedicated to some characters' conspiracy-laden ramblings about things like certain cryptids, how fairies are actually exploiting you when they send you out on quests, and the real reason no one can visit Lutari Island. But then I found a link to the landing page for a Skeptic Tank, which was still available, and I realized the character at the helm is actually a grown-up, scrubby Nick Neopia who first appeared in the April Fool's Day prank of 2003. This was Neopets, with a Z, a totally tubular MTV-esque rebrand of the site which included an absolute assault to the senses for graphic design, an emphasis on radical activities like skateboarding, and apparently the complete disbanding of currency altogether, genuinely actually radical, but it also hyped the new human boy mascot Nick Neopia, who was, to quote, your guide to the wacky and crazy world of Neopia. Now, apparently, in 2023, Nick Neopia has spent far too much time straying from the Neoboards to darker corners of the internet, and is now back to spread the truth. The whole thing itself is a lot of text that I'm not willing to read, but I genuinely think it has a ring of decent parody to it. Hello, free thinker, Nick says. I see you clicked on my ad because you're interested in the truth. Welcome to the skeptic tank. Mavericks like us need to stick together. Unlike the babas around here, we, the true skeptics, can see what's really going on behind the scenes. I genuinely really like the content of this. Of course, it's not a prank prank, but it seems to cater to the aged up audience they know they still have from the old days rather than attempting to be mainstream friendly. I have a not-so-secret penchant for hanging on to the things that made my heart sing as a child. Don't even get me started on the few PC and console games I played. Maybe one day I'll make an episode about My Disney Kitchen, or the 102 Dalmatians tie-in game, maybe even I Spy Spooky Mansion. I don't know what fate lies ahead of Neopets. 
No matter what it does and how hard it tries to capture a new generation, I just don't see that happening. But for now, it's nice to know that this long-standing tradition can still be celebrated reliably year to year. I'll mourn the loss of the Neopets April Fool's joke whenever it happens. I have a feeling we won't know until it's already come to pass. For now, all I have to say is, check in on your friends, especially if you are friends with Nick Neopia. I think he needs some shepherding into the light. This has been week 9 of 2023 and Me, a mini-podcast where I make an audio piece of around about 10 minutes every week this year. <laughs>